Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. With the holidays coming up and the end of the year approaching, things are getting a bit busy and a bit stressful. So why not take a few major things off your plate, like meal planning and grocery shopping? HelloFresh cuts out the stress of planning out your menu and delivers easy-to-follow and delicious recipes right to your door, which means you can enjoy cooking and get dinner in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh offers over 23 recipes each week, featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients for you to choose from. Choose from low-calorie, carb-smart, vegetarian, or pescatarian menus, or family-friendly, like we did. And get every single recipe packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers that is all pre-portioned for your convenience. That way you can cut down on grocery bills and food waste. This time, we cooked up the Gouda Vibes Burger, and let me tell you, not only was it so easy to make and the cleanup so minimal, but that was honestly one of the best burgers I've ever had. HelloFresh now owns Green Chef, which you guys know I've talked about and raved about before. My new favorite thing is to switch between the two and make a perfectly curated menu that my family loves. Now you can get a discount from both. Go to HelloFresh.com slash MorningCup10 and use the code MorningCup10 for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash MorningCup10. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder... Money is the root of all evil. So what happens when you go from meager means to a millionaire in the course of just a few hours? On January 26, 2010, the body of a lottery winner was found after months of being missing. A lottery winner who was maybe a little too generous with his money and his trust. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. 
Abraham Lee Shakespeare rode to a convenience store in Frostproof, Florida on November 15, 2006, ready to buy some drinks and cigarettes with a co-worker named Michael Ford. When they arrived, Michael jumped out of the car and Abraham handed him $2 of the last $5 he had in his pockets and asked him to buy him a lottery ticket. A lottery ticket that just so happened to win him $30 million, which he took in a one-time lump sum cash payment of $17 million. In the course of just hours, Abraham had become a millionaire. That money was not without its problems, though. Michael Ford was upset and demanded no less than $1 million, which Abraham refused to pay. Michael then sued his friend, stating that he stole the winning ticket. But in the end, Abraham came out on top. He moved out of his working-class neighborhood of Lakeland into a $1 million home in a gated community. In the months after his win, he bought the home, a Rolex from a pawn shop, and a Nissan Altima. But despite what seemed like meager spending, he told the press that by 2009, the money was almost all gone. He spent years buying homes and cars for his friends, spreading his win generously to anyone who needed it. But the win ended up being a curse of sorts, and Abraham soon grew tired of friends mooching off of him. He realized that all they wanted was his money and needed help making sure it went to the appropriate places. That's when Doris Dungan Moore, or Dee Dee, came into the picture. She helped Abraham launch a business called Abraham Shakespeare LLC, helped him manage his finances, and became his advisor. She also cut herself a $1 million check, got herself a Hummer, a Corvette, a truck, and a vacation, and even began changing deeds on his house and car into her own name. It was clear that she was just another one of those moochers he hated, but was smart enough to do it without him noticing. Then in 2009, Abraham's family started to get worried when they had not heard from him in a while. He was reported missing in November, and family told police that they had not seen him since April. They had originally assumed he had finally had enough of Florida and had taken the last bit of lottery money and moved to a beach in the Caribbean, but now realized that this wasn't the case. Three days after Abraham was reported missing, police contacted Dee Dee to set up an interview. They knew she'd handled his assets and figured if he had run off with his money, she would be the one he told. She was brought back in a few weeks later, at which time she told detectives that she paid Abraham in cash and took his name off the business account to avoid paying taxes, yet could not answer why the $1 million she took out was withdrawn just days after his name was removed. This interview was suspicious enough that Polk County declared him an official missing person on November 24, 2009. Dee Dee was brought in again at the beginning of December and told police that the reason that all of the company's assets started to go into her account was because Abraham didn't want to pay child support. That same month, a letter arrived at Abraham's mother's house, stating that he was alive and well and they didn't need to worry about him. Now, normally this would have been a good thing, a sign to end the investigation. Except Abraham Shakespeare couldn't read or write. So the letter did nothing but add more suspicion and more worry. Then on December 27, 2009, Elizabeth Walker, Abraham's mother, got a call from a man claiming to be her son while out to eat with Dee Dee Moore. It all became too much, and the next day, police found out that the caller was a man named Gregory Smith, a man who agreed to cooperate with law enforcement and said that Dee Dee Moore had hired him to make that call. 
She would later ask if he knew anyone who would willingly admit that they were responsible for killing Abraham Shakespeare for a little extra cash. And he did. On January 21st, 2010, Gregory introduced a man named Mike Smith to Dee Dee Moore, and she offered him $50,000 to claim responsibility for Abraham's murder. He agreed, but told her he needed some more information to make his story believable. On January 25th, she showed Gregory a 38 caliber gun and the concrete slab that she claimed sits atop of Abraham's body. Gregory relayed this information to Mike Smith, or as he is more accurately known, Officer Mike Smith. You see, Dee Dee had just admitted to knowing where Abraham's body was to an undercover cop and a willing accomplice. On January 27th, showed up to a home in Plant City owned by Dee Dee Moore and found the body of 42-year-old Abraham Shakespeare, who had been dead since April 7th, 2009. With his body and some questioning, a story began to unfold. Dee Dee Moore called her ex-husband, James Moore, in April of 2009 and asked him to help her dig a hole in her yard. She claimed she needed to bury some trash. James did as she asked and left the house, but was called back just two hours later and asked to come fill it in. That Dee Dee was done dumping the trash inside. He claimed he didn't know exactly what he helped her to bury. Dee Dee then spent the next few months living in Abraham's home and using his cell phone to text friends and neighbors pretending he was still alive. But many, those who knew him well enough to know his lack of reading and writing skills, grew suspicious and even texted back asking who they were speaking with. And anytime they did speak to Dee Dee, she simply said that Abraham was off visiting Texas after growing tired of people constantly asking for money. Then that changed to Jamaica, then to Puerto Rico, then to Orlando, Florida, and then she said he was sick in the hospital. Time kept ticking by and suspicion kept growing until, at some point, Dee Dee offered the mother of one of Abraham's sons $20,000 if she lied and said she had seen him recently. She gave another relative $5,000 to give Elizabeth Walker a birthday card and imply it was from her absent son. When questioned about Abraham's body, Dee Dee told police a number of stories implicating some drug dealers, a lawyer, and her own 14-year-old son before finally claiming she shot him in self-defense. She was taken into custody on February 2nd, 2010, and formally charged with first-degree murder on the 19th. In court, the prosecution made it clear that Dee Dee had a history of elaborate lies to save herself, that she once staged a carjacking, claiming she was kidnapped and sexually assaulted in the process to avoid getting a car repossessed, even taping her own wrists and throwing herself from a moving vehicle. Though she only received probation for this incident, it went a long way to prove her willingness to go to extremes to get what she wanted. A Walmart surveillance tape showing her buying gloves, plastic sheeting, and duct tape really just sealed her fate. She was convicted of first-degree murder on December 10, 2012, and sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Dee Dee Moore maintains her innocence behind bars, claiming there were a lot of people who owed Abraham money and that there were a number of suspects the prosecution refused to consider. She would later tell reporters, The money was like a curse to him, and now it's become a curse to me. God knows I would never take another human being's life. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on January 27th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. 
If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.